0: Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I am just so excited about today's episode because we are talking all about how to manifest the love you desire. Whether you are in a relationship or not, this episode applies to you. I have used these methods in my own relationship, and I have been in a committed relationship now for almost 10 years and happily married to who I like to consider my soulmate, Every relationship has its struggles, and every day is a new opportunity to continue to improve and strengthen that relationship. This episode is also going to be talking about how you can attract your ideal partner into your life as well, so if you are ready to manifest love into your life, then keep on listening. So before you can start manifesting the ideal relationship that you want, you need to clarify what your ideal relationship looks like. Do you want someone who is active or someone who is more laid back and stays home do you want someone who is calm and emotionally nurturing whatever your ideal person looks like acts like you need to just write that out and really get clear on your ideal partner once you have the vision of your ideal partner you need to also figure out what love means to you what are your values when it comes to love is it someone who is faithful loving caring values family Or is it important for your person to work hard and be independent? Or is that something that you don't value as much as, you know, someone who would rather stay home and take care of the home and kids? Everyone has different values when it comes to love and relationships, and there is just no right or wrong. But without really figuring out what your values are, you won't be able to clearly manifest the love that you truly want. So take out your journal, Write down what your ideal values are in a relationship. For example, my partner loves their family. My partner loves to spend quality time with me. My partner loves to go on adventures. My partner is hardworking, but always makes time for the ones they love. That's just an example of ways to write out the values that you want in your partner. You can get into looks too if you are trying to manifest a new relationship, but in my opinion, it's the values that you really want to be particular about. So, If you are already in a relationship and there are some qualities or values you are trying to strengthen within your relationship, then you can write those out too. Now, once you have the values set and you know the exact kind of love you are trying to attract into your life, then you need to start showing up every day as if you already have this love in your life. For example, let's say you want to find a partner who loves to go on adventures and isn't big into like drinking or partying all the time. Well then you need to make sure your own habits are matching that. You don't want to go out to bars and clubs looking for this person because chances are if this person is out at a bar or club, they are probably big into drinking and partying. But not always. But the point is, start doing things that reflect the ideal partner that you are trying to attract. Like if you want a partner that's into fitness, start going to the gym and doing healthy activities too. For those of you who are in a relationship and want to improve and strengthen the relationship you currently have, then here's an example. So my partner and I have been together for almost 10 years now. And when you have been in a relationship for a while, it's easy for things to start feeling like a routine or you can easily get stuck into patterns. Well, this happened and we would get into this routine that didn't you know, make our relationship feel fun and spontaneous anymore, at least in my opinion. So I wanted to try to fix this. So we also had, you know, unhealthy habits that became part of this routine, like not eating healthy or going to bed really late, nothing against anyone who does this, but I knew that wasn't what I wanted anymore, so I could feel, you know, myself just slipping into this unhealthy lifestyle. So one day I sat down and I reflected on our relationship and habits, I said to myself, you know. I really want to change the way this relationship is going when it comes to our habits. It's time for some spontaneity. So I sat down and I wrote out everything I wanted to change, but when I wrote it out, I wrote it out in the present tense. For example, I have a relationship that is spontaneous. I have a relationship where we go to bed together by, you know, a certain time. I have a relationship where we spend quality time with each other each day and take spontaneous trips, I have a relationship that's filled with healthy habits, and so on. Once I did this, I started showing up every day as if this was the way my relationship already is. In order to see the manifestation happen, you need to do the work too. So I stopped my bad habits, I started to get more spontaneous, I suggested we go on spontaneous day trips and spend more quality time together, and as I started to make these shifts, it was like a trickle effect and he started to cut back on some of his habits too. It's not all the way there yet, but every day is just more progress than the last. When you show up every day as if you were living out that relationship you want, your vibration will match the vibration of the ideal relationship you desire and you will attract it. But here's the thing. There's a lot that can hold you back, too, and you may not even recognize it, whether that's, you know, limiting beliefs or just not having confidence in yourself, you know, low self-esteem or just unhealed trauma. In order to manifest the love you want, you need to believe you are worthy of that love. And this can be hard for a lot of us who were hurt in the past and have those unhealed wounds. I didn't realize that my unhealed wounds were actually getting in the way of my own relationships. I have dealt with a lot of, you know, rejection and abandonment from previous relationships and this all stems back into my childhood and my relationship with my dad. What I've realized is that this cycle continued to repeat itself until I finally recognized that I had a wound to heal because of these past relationships, I have a huge fear of rejection. I also had a fear of vocalizing what I need because in past relationships, anytime I would open up emotionally, I wouldn't receive the emotional support and I would be made to feel as if, you know, I was being dramatic or that the way I was feeling was wrong. I just never felt heard. So this made me more emotionally detached than I recognized. I also just had no confidence, which made it hard for me to, you know, go out of my comfort zone and make the first moves or really put myself out there in my relationship right now, even after almost 10 years. You know, it wasn't because of him, but it was because of me not loving myself enough to have the confidence to make our relationship more spontaneous by being confident and making bold first moves because I had such a strong fear of rejection. Now, Being able to recognize these internal struggles, I am able to fix these issues and let go of the fear I have surrounding these wounds. This helps me show up as a more confident version of myself in the relationship and therefore I am able to attract, you know, the relationship that I desire to have with my husband. It's not easy working through these limiting beliefs, self-doubt, and inner child wounds. Another thing to recognize is that oftentimes our relationships are going to mirror our unhealed wounds to us until we finally recognize, you know, that that part of us needs to be healed. So although you may want to make adjustments in current relationships, just make sure that it is a healthy relationship and that you aren't setting yourself up for, you know, a relationship that you don't deserve. For example... As a child, I felt rejected and abandoned by my dad. Our relationship struggled for a while, which is something I touched on a previous episode. So in case you have heard that story already, I'll just put it short. I just felt abandoned and growing up rejected. Because I hadn't healed this part of me, I didn't have any confidence or self-worth. I felt like, you know, I wasn't worthy of love. I ended up attracting relationships that reflected these wounds to me. are two relationships in particular that really mirrored these wounds to me my freshman year of high school and now i'm about to get really vulnerable i haven't really talked about this experience before and for the longest time i was kind of afraid to talk about it but just in case it will help somebody else who might have you know went through something similar or felt the same way this is just my experience so my freshman year of high school i met this boy who was you know two grades above me Now, as a child, I never really knew what love looked like because my parents were always fighting and just never slept in the same bed. They never showed any intimacy, whether it be a kiss or holding hands that often. I didn't get the emotional support either that I was looking for, so when it came to relationships of my own, they usually reflected this too. They lacked a lot of emotions or I just attracted guys who just weren't emotionally available. This boyfriend of mine at the time was very emotionally unavailable. He wasn't really affectionate. We talked, but not that much, and if we did, it was usually through, you know, instant messenger or AIM, text messaging, things like that, but our time together was usually spent going down to the dam, and I would sit in the car while he smoked with his friends. He would always talk to me about his best friend at the time. We'll just call him Rob. He loved Rob and was always concerned about his friendship with Rob. If Rob was ever mad at him, he would run to me all upset. I didn't think anything of it at the time. So one day, you know, we were at a party and he was just very drunk and at this point I was a virgin. Um, I was about 16 years old, maybe 15, but I think I was 16. Um, I remember him coming up to me just slurring his words and barely being able to stand up straight. And he looked at me and he said, I love you, Beth. And well, Beth was actually my best friend at the time who was dating Rob. So I was taken back by this comment and he continued to grab me and push me onto the bed to try and make his moves, but I pushed him off of me and I just said no. And as I got up to walk away, he grabbed me by the arm and gave me a push as I lost my balance and... He continued to call me degrading names because I didn't want to sleep with him while he was drunk and saying that he loved my best friend. In this moment, I look back and I realize that I really should have left him then, but I didn't. And it wasn't because I loved him. It was because I just didn't love myself. I didn't realize, you know, what I deserved. I continued the relationship and it didn't get better, but I stayed We were finally alone and sober when we tried to sleep together, but it didn't happen. He got very frustrated that he couldn't make it happen, and I thought it was because, you know, I wasn't attractive or that I couldn't turn him on or whatever the case may be. I ended up internalizing those feelings, and I made it about me, thinking things like I must not be pretty enough, what is wrong with me? In this moment, I just felt really rejected, but I still chose to stay. I never vocalized my feelings at any point of this relationship either because at the time I was always afraid of just speaking up about how I felt. I always had this feeling in the back of my mind that my feelings are usually wrong and going to upset someone, so just keep them to yourself. And I realize now that stems back to childhood trauma as well. Anyway, shortly after he, you know, he finally broke up with me and he said to me, you know, it's not you, it's me. And I just thought, sure, that's what, you know, all guys say, isn't it? It wasn't until two or three years later that I found out he was actually into guys and not girls. And it ended up all making sense now as I look back at that relationship. The way that he was just, you know, always caring about his friend Rob and the way that he was always constantly rejecting me but, like, at the same time trying to hook up with me to just, I don't know, it just, it was a confusing time in my life, and I was, and I can only imagine how confusing it was for him, and I was so proud of him for, you know, getting that courage to be honest with himself, because I can only imagine it's not always easy, and I'm someone who supports love, I support love is love, and there's no judgment for me, I just want everyone to love who they want to love, no matter what, but that relationship still hurt me, regardless, the unfortunate part was that Kids in high school, they're not always the kindest, let's face it, and there was a lot that got to me when this all unfolded. People would say awful things to me and would tell me that, you know, it was because of me that he ended up liking guys, and it was a pretty rough time, and I can only imagine how he was feeling, too, but I felt very rejected and mistreated in that relationship, and as I look back, I can see that he was probably hurting, too. That doesn't excuse the times he said horrible things to me or acted out in ways that were hurtful, but he had his own internal struggles that he was fighting with, just like I did. I probably mirrored his own unhealed wounds just like he mirrored, to me, my unhealed wounds. Everyone has their own trauma and issues that they are working through. The truth is, hurt people hurt people, which is why if you want to manifest love into your life, you need to heal first. Yes, he may not have shown me the love that I wanted, but I think the part that hurts the most is knowing that at the time, I didn't love myself, and it was hard for me to deal with all of my emotions from that relationship, and I didn't take the time to really heal because at 16, I was dealing with more than just relationship problems. There was a lot going on in my life, and I didn't have anyone in my life to be there for me emotionally most of the time. I just felt like I was going through it all alone and had to figure it out all myself, I was confused. My relationships continued to hurt me more. The next boy I thought I loved ended up hurting me worse, and he took my virginity and never spoke to me again. That was definitely poking at my unhealed wound around fear of abandonment. But as I finally started to take a step back from dating, it was like the right person crossed my path. My current partner I was 17 when I met him through a mutual friend at the time. She ended up setting us up because at the time she was dating one of his best friends. When I met my current partner, it was during a really rough part of my life. It was I was dealing with problems with my dad still and I was trying to work through all of my previous relationship trauma struggles that I was going through. But I finally started realizing the patterns when it came to my love life, and I knew that I had to just take my time to really build that trust up and let, and let my walls down at my own pace. He had been hurt in the past, too. When we met each other, I think we both were just trying to heal and find a love that was real. I truly believe the universe finally noticed that I was needing someone to restor- like just restore my faith in love, but my journey didn't instantly change for the better. I still had a lot of work to do. It wasn't until recently when I realized that I still lacked confidence. Even though my husband tells me every day that I'm beautiful no matter what and always pushes me to believe in myself, I still needed to heal and do the inner work myself. The truth is, until you realize your worth and start loving yourself, you will never have the love you truly want. When you have been hurt in the past, it can be so hard to love yourself, but doing the work will help you manifest the love you desire. You know, don't let the way people treat you be a reflection of who you are or the love that you're worthy of receiving because it's just not. When you start noticing toxic patterns in your relationships, you need to figure out where this is stemming from and start healing. You deserve a relationship that is everything you desire in a partner. Your soulmate is out there, but in order to find that person, you need to let go of the relationships that are hurting you, even if it takes all your strength to do so. Because I know sometimes we want to see the best in people, we want to help fix people, but these are just, you know, reactions to trauma. Let go of those relationships that mirror that pain, that heartache, that struggle, that belief that This toxic relationship is what you're worthy of because it's not true. You don't need to be unhappy or treated poorly in a relationship. You deserve more than that. Now don't get me wrong, there are relationships that are good for you but can always be improved because, of course, no relationship is perfect. But emotional or physical abuse should never be tolerated. Another tip I try to tell people is that it's really important not to make issues of past relationships issues of your current relationships. This is really hard to do, which is why it's so important to heal. And if you've been cheated on in the past, you may go into your next relationship with the fear of being cheated on, or you may have trust issues, which this is understandable. However, this can really affect the way your new relationship plays out. It's so important to heal from your past relationships because those aren't your current relationships, and it's unfair to come into your new relationship with the mindset of, You know, this person might cheat on me, so I need to stay guarded. It's so important to show up in your relationship as the most authentic version of you, because you deserve that, and your partner needs to get to know the real you. It makes for a strong partnership. There's no secrets, and there's no hiding. This is why the beauty of self-love is just so damn special. The way I see it is, I don't need a man because I got me, and I love me but having a partner who loves me, is supportive, and is always there for me is also such a beautiful emotion to experience. But at the end of the day, I will always have myself, and that's the best kind of love. Just knowing I love myself, I have my back, and, you know, I know the love that I deserve. I have apologized to my inner child and my past self for not seeing her worth at the time, for not loving her enough to see that she deserved so much better, to not allowing myself to heal But, you know, when you're so young, you just don't know any better. And I just, I forgive myself as I step forward into this new version of me, a strong, confident me, and I love me. I was so emotionally detached for the longest time, even in my current relationship, because I allowed my past relationships to stand in my way. But taking the time to heal and love myself has allowed me to slowly become more nurturing, not only to myself, but to others, more emotionally giving, and to be more confident with who I am so that I can show up in my relationship being the person who knows what I love and what I want and deserve. And in return, that's what I is attracted towards me. It also allows me to give my partner that love that he deserves, too. And lastly, I just want to say this. I find that oftentimes we say things like, I'll be happy when I find my partner. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when my partner does this or my partner does that but this is a lack mindset that is keeping you from manifesting the love you desire. This only states that you aren't happy. This is a low vibrational energy which is blocking you from getting your manifestations. If you want to manifest a dream relationship or a stronger relationship with your current partner, then you need to let go of the lack mindsets. Be happy with who you are, where you are. Unless you are in a toxic relationship, then you need to notice that and leave. But when you are manifesting, you have to believe you have that relationship you want already. And you can't do that by saying things like, I'll be happy when. So be grateful for where you are now and who you are as you manifest where you want to be. Continue to show up every day as the person who is living out that dream relationship already. Don't allow yourself to settle for less than you deserve. Do things every day that attracts that relationship that you desire into your life. Take the time to vision and feel that relationship that you want. What does that relationship look and feel like to you and really allow yourself to visualize it. Keep your vibration high and continue to heal as you learn how to love yourself more every day. That relationship will be yours before you know it. I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time.